in the know for Thursday, December 10, the 345th day of 2020. There are 21 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Boost. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. It's vaccine day, according to the FDA. We'll talk about that. And we will also have a very COVID Christmas. And we will also uh, have you the weekend funny tweets. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. You know, in the movie Big, uh, Tom Hanks and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, iconic movie, and they go to the FAO Schwartz in New York City where they run throughout the store and then they play that infamous keyboard. Mm-hmm. They play heart and soul on the keyboard walking up and down. Well, FAO Schwartz Toy Story, a uh, toy store is listed on Airbnb for one night only. A family of four could win a lottery and spend the entire night in the iconic FAO Schwartz Toy Store in New York City. You could play the piano, eat all the candy. You could have uh, what they call FAO Sweets. I love it. I think that would be a really neat way yeah. and a really fun way to spend, you know, a, you know, four days before Christmas. It would be very festive. The lottery opens on December the 15th. Will you be responsible for um, enrolling us yes. in that? Sure. All right, put that on your to-do list, please. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty. Every Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? You know, doing fine. You you look a lot like a jellyfish today. I don't... Yeah, I know, right? What's, <laughs> you, what's you, up with that screensaver? You, you feeling all right? <laughs> um, do you uh, do you use navigation when you when you go places? And do you have the navigation talk to you, or do you just use your maps app? Or no, it talks. to It me. does. So, um, what's the voice that talks to you? Is it the normal? Siri voice? No, I, I choose the, the British accent. Oh, you've got yeah, the British the accent. Female British. Yep. If you'd like to be festive, does she say controversy? I don't, I haven't had her say that to uh, me yet. Take but. the roundabout. Does she say take the roundabout? Yes. Uh, she that's does. neat. Uh, Santa Claus can give you directions with Waze this holiday season. So if you use Waze, the app for navigation, mm-hmm. there's a special setting in there that you can tell it that you want Santa. To give you the direction. So, go, ho, ho, little girl, go down here and turn left. That would get on my nerves a lot like gobble, gobble. Oh, <laughs> I gobble, wondered if you would gobble. get tired of saying Yeah, I can't stand it. Now, I got to tell you, though, every even you saying roundabout, mm-hmm. my, it took my breath a little bit. Roundabout scare the heck out of me. Me too. Huh. And I got into Indianapolis recently where I got through a roundabout and went, whew, just to come right up on another roundabout. And I was like, holy heck, who does this? So apparently Indianapolis does not like outsiders coming in, and they try to scare them off. The one cautionary tale that I'd offer about roundabouts Ooh, is that just because you think you can master the one in Litchfield. That's not a roundabout, people. Well, the, That's not a real well, roundabout. I mean, it technically is a roundabout yes, at the square. not in comparison. But just because you can tackle that one doesn't mean you can tackle the one, say, in Bardstown. 
or the one near near campus uh, at Western. That one's the There's one, that one at Rineville. There's one at Rineville that can get you as well. Which one, Barstow? The one, no, the one at Western's like a corkscrew. Oh, <laughs> and you and you get in there and you're spinning like a top, and now you're confused as to yeah. which direction you're supposed to go, and you just stop, and now you've made people mad. If we'd spend more time in in Europe, we'd learn more about roundabouts because oh, they're much more much more common there. A Terrible. 60s to end the work week. As far as highs, we got there yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get there again today and uh, get there again tomorrow. But a soggy Saturday is ahead. Yeah. Highs in the 60s today and tomorrow. The weekend will have a cold front increasing in rain chances. And then next week, a couple of systems that could bring rain or snow. So keep an eye on next yeah. week. I'm probably ready for it this close to Christmas. Partly, cla- I'd like just to wait till the week of. If you yeah, can wait till the twenty first, if you could wait until we're spending the night at FAO Schwartz because we won that lottery, <laughs> then that would be okay. Partly cloudy and mild, sixty four today. Partly cloudy, forty three tonight. Increasing clouds and breezy, and sixty six as the high. I'm telling you, you don't tomorrow. want to be in New York in cold weather. No, it is a cold that we do not experience down here, and the, it's it a wind terrible. that we don't experience. Oh, it's either. It is bone brittle. It's not nice. That's why cold. they stay in the subways. With the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. That's where they live. Down there. Today is vaccine day. Uh, according to the FDA, there's a special committee of the FDA that is deciding whether Americans are ready to take the Pfizer vaccine. And uh, I think, Amer- well, maybe I mean, they're not are deciding. Are we ready or maybe they're not is deci- it ready? Maybe they're not deciding if <laughs> Americans are ready. Maybe they're deciding if it's allowed. And then... Um, we, you know, we're the, the Britons have been out first. Uh, mm-hmm. The Canadians yeah, have uh, already been using yeah. it. So, you, you know, I learned if you'll watch anything, if you'll watch any war movie, the generals and the colonels and the important people, they never are the advance party. You know, they send some privates mm-hmm. out there. So y'all go yeah. look over the hill. Yeah, you can and, beat the lab rat. And see if the enemy is over there. Uh-huh. And if they are, then you come back and tell me and then... They don't come back, and you go, well, I guess we better wait well, a little while. I guess they're over there. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that settles that. So we're watching Great Britain, and we're watching Canada. And I did see um, an interesting – a poll says only half of Americans want shots as the vaccine nears. And so I don't know if that number is high or low, or I think the more time we – don't hear negative things out of Great Britain and out of Canada, I think that number will probably go up. I understand the trepidation, but I guess I'm prepared. So Uh, you're on record saying you would take it. I'll take it. You'll take first round. Uh, Well, I don't – what's your definition of first round? First round are those people in Great Britain that we've been watching for three days. Yes, but, I mean, would you be a first round American? Because I'm on record saying I will not. Um, yeah, I'm um, comfortable with the first round vaccine. Well, here's the thing: if you like, if I got a call from uh, from POTUS and POTUS said, "Hey, I need you. I need you to be In the a first bigly way buckles," and I'd go, "Huh? Well, maybe it's my duty as an American to yeah, do it." Then I'd yeah. have to think about it. Yeah. But it's easy for me to say, "Sure, I'd take it first because that's never going to happen." So I can just say, "Oh yeah, I'd be, the, worker, I'd be the first I'm to take it." Here, where do I, which sleeve do you want me to roll up? Which, <laughs> yeah. which one? That's what I thought. Like I'm, I'm, I hate for anybody to be a lab rat. Yeah, but I'm not going to volunteer to be one. By either. the way, this is not a hip shot, is it? It's not. It's, it's an arm shot. It's not a hip shot. Oh. Correct. Is that oh, right? I really don't know. I, I don't know that they said. I'm, I'm assuming it's an arm shot. I'm saying if they really deploy the military to give it, it's wherever they can hold you down and get it in. 
<laughs> you, they might use you for target practice if it's the military. They have the equivalent like of a, of a yes. potato gun. Nerf guns. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those darts that they put down large animals coming at them. Like yeah, Will, right in the neck. Will Ferrell when he, in old this school when he gets shot with a train gun. Yes, train gun. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. <laughs> It's going to be the National Guard with us here at the radio station. We'll run around campus. Well, I mean, we weren't, we're not allowed to have reindeer races this year, so we need something. <laughs> oh, my. COVID vaccine tranquilizer. That's right. Okay. Uh, this headline did get me yesterday about the UK is probing if allergic reactions are linked to the Pfizer vaccine. That makes me anxious, so, too. But, so here's the headline that gets everyone's attention. So they said 111 people who got the COVID vaccine. The COVID. Dennis. Who got the COVID vaccine from Pfizer. Now, 130 people had anaphylactic reaction. Well, what they didn't bother to say is 111 people who were in the control group that got a dummy shot had anaphylactic reaction. So it's the, it's the vaccine. It's not this particular vaccination. It's something else. So of all the people in Pfizer's control group, uh-huh. 240 of them, 40, 442 had some type of anaphylactic reaction, but nearly half of those people got placebos. So it can't be the vaccine so you're itself. Saying you can be allergic to just a shot. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. would be you. That would be my life. <laughs> like the needle hits my skin and I blow up like and the jellyfish you saw. <laughs> that's why you have to be dark practice because otherwise you won't take your shot. We know. I'm nobody's pincushion. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Governor Bashir said uh, he announced yesterday the state's sixth straight day with a declining positivity rate that uh, brought us to 9.23% on a rolling seven day average. He did say in his briefing, he said, you have to slow down the train before you can stop it, and you have to stop it before you can turn it around. Pretty good analogy. Makes sense. 3,481 new cases yesterday, 16 new deaths in Kentucky. Our death toll is now at 2,118, 1,792 people hospitalized, 412 in ICU, 211 on a ventilator. Uh, a lot of people still waiting to see what federal dollars or federal help that we may be getting. Uh, Congress yesterday passed a stopgap bill. They bought themselves an extra week to figure out. They've got a regular spending bill they need to pass to avoid a shutdown, and then they're going to try and figure out what they're doing with COVID-19 relief. And because that has a trickle-down effect to the rest of us, including into uh, the state, because a lot of restaurants are preparing to return to, uh, I'm, I, I say regular service, but in-dining room services will be allowed again Um Coming Monday, barring something, barring something really uh, earth-shattering happening. Now, I am curious to know how much of this is. This is the original date. You know, when the governor asked people, said restaurants don't serve in your inside your buildings until this date. This is the date that he pointed to, and he has said that he's sticking to that. Now, I am curious if that's because he's just honoring his word, or if he has found out. They have a true inability to enforce that order without people finding some really creative workarounds that usurp the authority of the order. So 
If you find online, there is a, it's called the Village Restaurant in Hopkinsville, and they're getting a lot of publicity. Um, and there's an article in the Kentucky New Era, if you want to look it up, it's written by Avery Seeger. And it talks about a husband and wife, uh, Chris and Crystal Martinez, that own this village restaurant. And they found some loopholes in the orders. So the the guidance from the state was that two sides of the tent have to be open. But it didn't specify how open. Okay, so they cut, you know, like they opened it this much created openings on two sides which then obviously violated the spirit of what was intended and so then they came and got a shutdown order and they refused to sign it and they stayed open so they're actually operating in violation and so this is one instance i'm sure of probably several that are going on i've seen some photography of people eating inside tents i've eaten inside of a tent you have yes. that was it closed was nope. it closed they had, up? A, they had a sliver on each side open. Yeah. And that's the, that to, to me, I, I feel for restaurants. I want restaurants to be open. But my point is, is that they're finding a, you know, it's like, oh, here's a crack mm -hmm. in the order that we can sneak through. Mm -hmm. So then it's this cat and mouse game. Okay. Well, then we got to close this loophole and, and then it squirts out on the other side. Like, oh, I found another hole mm -hmm. that we can stay open in. And so I'm just wondering how much of the governor's decision to not because we're going in we're going in a good direction now. We're going in a better direction than we were. Was it restaurants causing the spike? No, it wasn't. It was a recipe of things causing the spike. But I would just be curious to know if you could get inside the inner walls of the governor's office, how much of this is because they went they're going to find a way to operate. And good for them. Uh, yes. I mean, I mean, you cannot shut down. You just cannot shut down our economy. Here's my, here's my take on it. The government's role is to warn me and tell me what's going on, and then to find a solution to the population's issue. Use my tax dollars to do your research, and then come up with a vaccine, and I'll buy that vaccine. But it is not your place to shut me down and tell me what I can and can't do and how I spend my money and how to work. We have enough people not wanting to work who can. We don't need people who can't work being told they can't work to stop the spread of a disease that has affected 1% of our population. And I have been all across this all along. I've lost people that I love to this disease. But ultimately, the, the experiment of the United States of America was about choice. Give me information, educate me, and then let me make my choice. And if restaurants want to shut down, shut down. If they want to stay open, stay open. I don't have to go eat there. Right. That's but true. if I want to, to and they want to operate, let people work. Sorry, I, I got hung up back there where you said uh, – Show me a vaccine and I'll buy it. And I just thought, well, but not on Black Friday. You will buy it the day after Christmas. I want it. the buy one, get one coupon, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to need round two. <laughs> I need everybody else who takes it on Black Friday to show me. Yeah. How did you do with that? Yeah. 21 Grayson County COVID cases confirmed over the last 24 hours. And uh, my understanding is now because of the increased numbers, uh, Director uh, Josh Embry says they'll now be announcing numbers daily for a while to kind of keep a – but that Tuesday, Friday is allowing for a, a lapse and maybe uh, some confusion. So you can look for uh, more frequent information coming from them. No hospitalization mm -hmm. numbers were released yesterday. But as of Tuesday, there were 12 patients hospitalized. And I recall – as I recall, that number was down some mm -hmm. from uh, from what it was. Believe it or not, we're just uh, 
uh, five weeks away, maybe, from the new legislative session in Frankfurt. Uh, geo, uh, lawmakers, GOP and Democratic lawmakers, will convene in Frankfurt next month to focus on the budget. And if the uh, if the Republican lawmakers have their way, you know, they just added to their supermajorities in both chambers, they'll be shining a light on the validity of the governor's emergency power. And so um, legislative Republicans who expanded their majorities last month were given a mandate by voters to put limits on the governor's executive powers in times of emergency. That's according to a um, to Senate Majority Floor Leader Damon Thayer. The push to rein in the governor's authority um, will be front and center, uh, but they also have to figure out what to do with a budget. You know, they expected numbers to be terrible, and then the October receipts weren't as bad as they feared. So then it's like, well... I mean, then maybe if that's the case, we can do the budget a little bit different. And so it's a moving target like many of us are dealing with. But uh, the other thing to know about the upcoming legislative session is I don't think they're going to be taking a kitchen sink approach to legislation in 2021. I think they're going to they're going to play it straight down the middle, do the things that have to be done. They're also dealing with protocols on meeting in person and some uh, efficiency challenges. So don't expect a whole lot of heavy lifting by the legislature. They're going to take care of, you know, these things, these executive powers issues and then uh, spending and appropriations. Ample amount of time yesterday explaining to those watching we are doing this. We are social distancing. You could tell that they were just getting ahead of all of the rhetoric that their, you know, quote unquote haters will put out there. But but he did say, you will not see us on the floor like you're used to seeing us. On yeah, the floor. You're, you won't see your typical floor speeches. Mm-hmm. Too many. You know, when you watch KET at night and they're standing there, mm-hmm. and you won't mm-hmm. see uh, the first woman to step foot on the moon. And the next man to step foot on the moon were introduced yesterday. Okay. Now, we don't know specifically which one it will be, but NASA introduced uh, 18 people yesterday, 18 astronauts, half of them women, who will train for its Artemis moon landing program. The first woman and the next man on the moon will come from this elite group. They announced 18, but 18 of them weren't in Florida yesterday because two of them are currently on the International Space Station. Wow. So, you know, they said, uh, well, hey, uh, it's NASA. We're going to need you to come to this press conference mm-hmm. on um, on Wednesday, December 9th. Uh, can you be there at uh, 10 a.m.? I won't be able to fly in for that. Oh, really? Why not? Well, because I'll be at the International Space Station. <laughs> but is that an excused absence is what I want to know with NASA. I'm going to go is with, the, you know, it is on the book? I say they just stay up there and we pick them up on the way to the moon. Why bring them back if you're going to the moon anyway? Just waste mileage on the craft <laughs> area, right. right? Vice President Pence introduced the astronauts at the close of his final meeting as chairman of the National Space Council. And the target is 2024 on when we will be back to the moon for the first time since 1972. But with the change in administration, the likely change in administration, um, spending, so, it's hard to know if 2024 is on target or not. I think we should get to vote on, like, the third thing that goes. A woman, a man, and then we should narrow it down to, like, do we want a time capsule bottle? Do we want to take a show pony? Like, we need to take one other something that really represents to the Martians who we are here in America. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, 
Yeah, like a I juggler. Did, when I watched the photo array of the 18 yesterday, uh-huh. I looked at it and I went, yep, every box is checked. Yep. Every skin color is on yep. there, every gender, I'm sure every lifestyle, every religion. Like, you, they fit it all in that 18. Yep. So. so now we move on to the next thing. Now that we, we've included and diversified, I'm going show pony. All right. The KHSAA Board of Control is meeting today. Uh, I feel it's pretty likely they're going to push – Basketball season back to practice starts January 4th. Yeah. Competition starts somewhere around February 1st. I think they called their shot on that earlier in the week. They kind of leaked out and said, this is the direction that we're headed. And probably that's a realistic decision. What it does for spring sports, I don't know. I don't think they can just shove spring sports all the way into July. you got seniors that will be in the military by then, you know, that are going to graduate in the spring. And so yeah. I have some challenges to figure out, but we'll learn about that in the coming days. And I was wrong. The University of Kentucky does have a basketball program this year. Oh, it's the women's team. Oh, good. Yeah, okay, wo- well, get it, girls. Women's some team nice are are five and zero, oh, and uh, they beat uh, they beat Marshall seventy nine forty five to be the girls. perfect on the season so far. So, good job, ladies. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is Nobel Peace Prize Day. Today, skunked again. We didn't get it. I'm shocked. I, uh, I mean, we've solved all the world's problems twice. Right? But I haven't started any fights this year, so I think if that's not, you know, well, that's maybe not true. No, I, you know I don't always know if I start fights. Yeah. There's sometimes I can. I usually, you know, push the pin down in the top and I run away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let it spin right. out of control in somebody else's household. <laughs> if I were in war, I'd be one of those pull the grenade pin out with my teeth guys. Yeah. 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 Throw that grenade and just run. Yeah. What happens after that? I don't know. Something might have blown up. I don't know. And it's also Dewey Decimal Day, which reminds me of one of those great days that I'll tell you why it's Dewey Decimal Day later. But very vividly, I remember when we were talking about the Grayson County Library moving. Mm-hmm. And I had the question about how do you move a library? And the epiphany came to me that we should start a company that specializes in moving moving libraries mm-hmm. but call it the Dewey Decimal Moving Company. Yeah, and then we realized libraries don't move very often, so we would have probably like sure. business twice in our we life. We were going to have to go to a lot of distant places mm-hmm. to move libraries. Yeah. China called and we weren't interested, so it was Yeah. It was awkward. But and then we also learned there are companies that specialize in moving libraries. Mm. But I thought, well, fooling on you, you didn't name yours properly. I think think there's a space over here because of my clever marketing trick and naming the Dewey Decimal Moving Company. I could get instant credibility that books we move doesn't get. It was part of our commercial. Use us. They named theirs wrong. (laughs) The rightly named company. They can't even. For all your library needs. They can't even name a company. Imagine them moving (laughs) a library. They can't move you. (laughs) They suck in naming their company. I think it's brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant. We should be in the marketing business. (laughs) We should start that We should start a marketing company. Uh, What? Funniest (laughs) tweets of the week from parents. uh, At Three Time Daddy says, do you all like these funny tweets of the week Mm -hmm. we've been doing? Their names crack me up more than their tweets sometimes. I found myself looking forward to it. Three Time Daddy like his kids. Yeah, at Three Time Daddy (laughs) says, I think it's the father of three would be my, my guess. Well, Well, I mean, there are no daddy.com, so you never know. Maybe not a father. Um, Does anyone have any advice for my three-year-old 
who wants to know how he can eat a different dessert after deciding he doesn't want to eat the one that he just ate. Yeah, I have that problem, too. It's not just limited to three-year-olds. <laughs> so if the solution is out there, I'm going to need that as well. 33-year-olds and 43-year-olds. Yeah. That happens to them sometimes as well. At Professional Worrier says, you probably shouldn't teach your child to kick their dad in the chest while yelling, this is Sparta. I know this now. I will say, so I connected with that a little bit, is that once you start the roughhousing, yes, it does you, you need to be prepared for where that travels. Oh. You know? Uh, we, we, that was not a part of our, our household. My husband's not a roughhouser. I don't like that. He doesn't like that. And we don't like your kids in our house who have been taught to roughhouse. Mm-hmm. Well, but our house, we have to do flippers. And so, but once you start doing flippers, you got to be prepared for the well, prepared for the flippers. You yeah. haven't seen some of the sliders and flippers. Oh, yeah. I saw sliders and... yesterday. Yeah, so I... for me, that's a little bit of roughhousing, okay. <laughs> which I don't care for. Well, it's playing in the house when you should... well, you can't play outside right now. So sorry. Uh, at Ariana Bradford said, "I want mommy to cut my hair." My six-year-old yelled. At once, exercising his bodily autonomy. And exhibiting absolutely dismal decision-making skills all at the same time. I want mommy to cut my hair. Yeah, you'll be sorry. Okay. All right. At Mom in Bits said, there are five of us in this house and 738 shoes by the front door. This does not check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just makes get you wonder. Yeah. At, and these are from, um, oh, here's another from a dad. At Dude Bro Dad said... If you want to make a toddler mad, just tell him he's tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're tired. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. <laughs> <laughs> and a few about married life. At Rodney LaCroix says, if my wife doesn't win anything on this $2 scratch ticket, it's going to go down as one of the worst anniversary gifts ever. <laughs> Good show, buddy. Good show. <laughs> At Vinod Chapru says, my wife got upset when I asked her to take out the lavender-scented trash bag, proving that lavender doesn't have any calming effect. Yeah. <laughs> well, you smelled those? it's not a high enough dosage. We don't, we don't do lavender in our house. We mm-hmm. actually got in, accidentally mm-hmm. got into some. We, we pay more attention now when buying the trash bags. Well, or put in the notes of the substitution, like substitutions not allowed or no lavender. You can do that. Ugh. At Sarah Cooper says, question, when your marriage counselor starts eating popcorn during your Zoom session, is that insulting or kind of flattering? Well, I'm going to go with flattering. I would say, though, at that point, you have the right to charge them instead of paying their bill mm-hmm. since you provided the entertainment. <laughs> Counselors got to eat. Well, I'm saying if you became a show instead of a session, that's, right. yep. that's when you can charge. It would kind of show a role reversal, yeah. like we've crossed yeah. over into theater. <laughs> Jason went to a doctor's appointment with me one time, and at the end of it, he said, do we pay them or do they pay us? And I said, I'm, I'm not for sure what just happened, but I'm <laughs> we're wondering. That's a good good. It was good an question. interesting consultation. What we Googled in 2020. I always enjoy looking at this list because I forget things that happen throughout the yeah, year. Yeah. The it's Australia wildfires or Hurricane Laura or the blast in Beirut. Oh, yeah. Remember when that yes that uh, explosion and it just 
you know, those things always used to happen, but we didn't have video of them, and now they go viral in an instant. Overall, do you want to go 10 to 1, or you want to start 1 to 10? On the overall Googles. The most Googled of 2020. Go 10 to 1. At 10, the PlayStation 5. At 9, Chadwick Boseman. At 8, Naya Rivera. Remember, she was lost. She disappeared on that boat. Yes. Um, Number 7, who is winning the election? That's the Google. I'm surprised that's not number one. I think I think coming out of 1600, I think if you were to zero in, if you were to do some geotargeting on 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, yeah. you might find that's still a frequent Google. Who's <laughs> winning the election? <laughs> Where's winning? Santa Claus and who's, who's winning, winning the election? election? <laughs> number six, Zoom. Oh, yeah, yeah. How to, how to Zoom. Number five, coronavirus symptoms. Number four, coronavirus update. Number three, Kobe Bryant. Number two, coronavirus. And number one, election results. Okay. Election okay. results so Googled more one. than coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, news, 10 to 1. Australia fires, murder hornet, stock market, Super Tuesday, Hurricane Laura, Iran, unemployment, stimulus checks, coronavirus, and election results. Well, stimulus checks. I forgot about that. Show me the money. The why questions. Do you like to ask Google why? I enjoy asking Google why. I ask Siri more than Google, but go ahead. I don't ask why. Why is Australia on fire? Why is it called Juneteenth? Why is it called COVID-19? Why is everyone buying toilet paper? Why is TikTok getting banned? Why is Nevada taking so long? Why was George Floyd arrested? Why is there a coin shortage? And why were chainsaws invented? Number one, why were chainsaws invented? That was number one why this year? That was number one. How That's many people actually Googled that? Why were chainsaws invented? Well, Did we have a, wouldn't uh, you think a lot of people Googled why is there a coin shortage? And that was number two. But but why chainsaws this year? Yeah, I don't know. Was there? I must have missed. A, I apparently wasn't Googling the proper things because I missed the, why chainsaws are a thing. Yeah. As a chainsaw master, I don't need to pay any attention to that. I tested out on chainsaw a long time ago, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't need mm-hmm. to pay any attention. That's not what we called you, but most googled. <laughs> could have you to rename yourself. Most googled people: uh, ten Vanessa Bryant, nine Kanye West, eight Tom Brady, Shakira, Tom Hanks, Ryan Newman, Jacob Blake, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, Kim Jong Un, and Joe Biden. Most googled. Where is? You want to, you want to take a stab at what the most yeah, where is? Yeah, where is? Where is my stimulus money? Yes. <laughs> it's my money yeah. and I want it where now. Where is my Trump bucks? <laughs> yep, I can see it. And yep. number number 6 was where is toilet paper made? <laughs> made? Yes, where is it made? <laughs> like I hope the answer is not China. Is it because people are going to knock over the factory? <laughs> I guess. And uh entanglement like most Google definitions, entanglement, uh, antebellum, pandemic, asymptomatic, Juneteenth, quarantine, furlough, some of the some of the big ones. Wow. I forgot about antebellum. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Well, there you have it. And the title of that, by the way, I'm not going to not going to talk about it, but the, the title of that Cardi B, Megan the Stallion song. Was the also the most Googled definition. I don't even remember what you're talking about. Yeah. It's it's on that sheet of paper. You can look it up during the break. And the most, 2020's most mispronounced words. Mm, okay. Um, Anthony Fauci. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
the full name of the South Korean K-pop band BTS. Yes. Which is uh, Pung Tan So Nyundon. Did you get it right? I did. Okay. Because I'm I'm reading the pronunciation key. Okay. Uh, from the NBA, Giannis Adedokounmpo. Okay. You're supposed to say bless you. Ble- oh, sorry. Try <laughs> <Try> again. Try <laughs> again. Uh, the Storm Isaias. We all want to say Isaias. And Kamala or Kamala Harris. So which is right? This says Kamala, C A W, capital capital C A W, and then lower M A hyphen L A. Kamala. So I go back to who's the actress that plays her on SNL? Maya Rudolph. Okay, so she in one clip I saw says, "My name is Kamala, rhymes with Pamela." So I always yeah. do that in my head, but Kamala is not right. And then I didn't know Yosemite. Yosemite apparently was mispronounced. I didn't know that President Trump apparently mispronounced Yosemite. But did he really? In August. How did he say it? I didn't it? see it. I please, I please, I hope he said Yosemite. That's oh. what I was curious <laughs> But it's disappointing if he did because clearly he did not grow up watching or did not watch Looney Tunes. That, that was my other Everything comment. you need to know about Yosemite National Park, you get... When you watch Bugs Bunny and Yosemite Sam, it was not Yosemite Sam. No. So if you mispronounce it, then that really either gives you your age away. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is real or not, but I've got to share it with you. In Greenville County, South Carolina, parks and recreation officials were checking water quality and found a monster nine-pound goldfish (gasps) randomly found in a South Carolina lake. I want to see footage. Nine pounds of wow. goldfish, a nine pound. Now, so it's 15 inches long. Imagine if you were, uh, imagine if you were, um, you'd flushed a goldfish down the toilet yeah. only to come and find out later. <laughs> it's mutant. <laughs> but then I also saw it. I have a picture for you all that you can oh, cool. see during the break. But, um. Imagine how many crackers that's going to make. Right. I'm going to Google how many crackers would a nine-pound goldfish make. Perfect en- question. Enough for the holiday season, I'm sure. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Did you know the human brain... Would be able to perform 38 quadrillion. That's uh, 38 trillion, 38,000 trillion, 38 quadrillion operations per second if it were a computer. Wow. Shows you the power of the human brain. Oh, wait, footnote. Some human brains. <laughs> I was going to say, um, it weighs eight pounds. <laughs> That's all I know about my brain. <laughs> 38 quadrillion is a lot. But if you think about the number of things that your brain uh, generally has to keep track of. Right. Yeah. From the blinking of your eyes to the moving of your hands to the nerve endings to the, like, all the, all those things have to be. I'm more curious as the person who actually was able to put a number to it. How do you figure I, that out? Yeah. Like, how does that work? Yeah. Did you just randomly pull a number no, some out pe- of a black some hole? Some people whose brains do 40, 45 quadrillion operations per second figure out the average brain does 38 quadrillion. 
Okay. It, right. it wasn't the two quadrillioners that figured it out. <laughs> well, that does help. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about something really highbrow and evolved. Uh, would you all like to know how Cardi B um, built her back porch? Yeah, I have some interest. Implants or squats? On Twitter, she revealed that her tips and tricks and praised that she said, um, I put two thick pairs of tights under my jeans in high school to make my butt look fatter. And I clearly don't speak Cardi B because she says, and nobody ever clocked the T. Nobody ever found out. Nobody ever checked. Nobody ever knew. It. Nobody ever. Clock I don't. I don't uh, know what clock the T means. It's, I don't. Again, I don't speak Cardi. Yeah, color me bad on the wardrobe, Joyce. So that yeah. was when she did her duet with um, Bruno Mars. So two pairs of tights will do that. Oh, you mean yeah? Well, that. But this is why I asked you all because I thought, well, Could, two pairs of tights didn't do that. I mean, two smokes on that is my I've, grandma would I've say. seen Cardi B. That's more than two pairs of tights. What kind of tights you buying? Well, because I mean, my Spanx flattened it. <laughs> well, one pair per side, maybe arranged in the right way. Uh, no, I think uh, she's, what are you working with? She's smuggling country hams oh, in there. Thank you. And it's the, maybe it's she the picnic had, shoulder. She already had some to work with. Like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, so clock the T means to state your own personal opinion about any person, place, thing, or situation. So oh, nobody wow. ever said anything about it. Right. You know, that's what she... Uh, an update. I told you right. yesterday okay. that this celebrity chef, uh, Nigella or Nigella Lawson, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she is now trying to clarify that she was joking at her pronunciation of the word microwave because she's doing a cooking demonstration. And Twitter went crazy about it because a, a, a one person on Twitter said, am I the only one who thought Nigella Lawson was being sarcastic? When she pronounced microwave. Which I think we should all adapt to. I, I love it. It's fun. She, she yes. said, well, I do say it like that, but not because I think that's how it's actually pronounced. So I'll give her some credit. If this is her normal, like I say, you know, I, I, do, I twist words and because I, I do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I won't say J.C. Penny. I have to say Jean-Claude Penet mm-hmm. or Target or Crozier or whatever. But... Even I wouldn't have thought of microwave, and I think it is divine. I think it I is like divine it. as well. It's in my pocket. But there's something that leads me to believe, though. I don't know her. If she speaks with an accent normally, uh-huh. then I can see where she would say but microwave. But if you are a chef but if she in speaks, 2020. If she speaks American <laughs> right, it, and, and knows it's microwave but says microwave, well, then mm-hmm. she's being funny. Unless she's been in a country where they only have cooking stones and a kettle hanging on <laughs> three legs, that's the only way I'm going to believe she's never heard microwave before. Microwave. But I do love it. And I think it is a perfect parody setup for, um, what's the guy you all don't like that does the parody songs? Oh, I like Weird Al. She yeah, Weird Al. Like I think Weird Al should like do a Rico Suave microwave cooking song. Micro- it's ale, perfect ale. time to bring him back. Microwave. Ale, ale. Popping the corn. Yeah. Right? Come on. Uh, so good. Uh, good news for Muppet fans. Oh, yay. Muppet Christmas Carol. They found a lost song at last. If you have Muppet Christmas Carol, 
on VHS. Mm-hmm, you have a song called When Love Is Gone that is not on the DVD and so far hasn't been in the digital versions oh. of of uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Nice. But they have found it, and it is being restored in all of the versions that they can uh, repair to get the return of the song of called When Love Is Gone. Is this good news? I, I, I mean, know. we have it on VHS, so... It was originally intended to be in there, so I news. guess it should be in there. I mean... But When Love Is Gone doesn't sound like a very Christmas song, especially... Show me the money. I don't know. I guess during COVID, there has been a love of a lot of love disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about adapting some songs to make it a very COVID Christmas. We have some standards. Mm-hmm. We have some Christmas songs that are standards that, with just the slightest little adaptation, could be perfect for 2020. Okay. Let's try. Have yourself a scary little Christmas. Mm. Make the Yuletide gay. All I want for Christmas is my two vaccines. All I want for Christmas. I like the Nat King Cole version of that song best. Okay. Santa Tizer's coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. Remember, we were we spent a lot of time looking for sanitizer in 2020. Didn't we, though? So to know that it's coming to town, you better watch out. You better not cry. Yeah. yeah. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Sanitizers. I do love to pout. Coming to town. A great powder. I'll have a Zoom Christmas without you. Yeah, that's a good one. We are actually doing a Zoom Christmas with some of my family this year. <laughs> How about that great Jose Feliciano's Feliz Navidad? Mm, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I need a stronger game on Feliz Navidad. Yeah. <laughs> can probably come up with something. How about please come home for Christmas? Should be please stay home for Christmas. <laughs> Bells will be ringing. Yes. <laughs> I'm streaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Lysol I want for Christmas. <laughs> Baby, it's COVID outside. Oh. Mm-hmm. the truth. And a lot of people are dreaming of a wine Christmas. Oh. I'm dreaming of a wine Christmas instead of a white Christmas. So there you go. A very COVID Christmas. So yeah, got to get you a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. We've always been big fans of Prancer Size. And we discovered that a few years ago in the Prancer Size. So I've kept all this weight on. Have you <laughs> Have you ever noticed how speed walkers look a lot like kids who were told to stop running at the pool? You that's, know, like, that's where we learned how to do that when we were younger, right? That's so true. I yes. never thought about running. that. Yes. You say, stop running, and they go into, like, speed walking mode. <laughs> There's a couple of speed walkers running, in Mom. town, and that's what I'm going to yell next time. Slow down around the pool. <laughs> quit running. Now, don't tell them around the pool. Just say, tell them to quit running. <laughs> Just to confuse them. <laughs> you know, they'll stop and look at one another. <laughs> Clearly, she missed the fact that we're speed walking. Well, there are like some that I can imagine <laughs> in yes. my head. But if they knew it was us, it would be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm so doing it. 
You had to video it. Pull up next oh, to somebody yeah. on a scooter and crank Born to be Wild. <laughs> I hope they're riding it on the sidewalk illegally. Mm-hmm. I'll turn on my sirens and Born to be Wild. <laughs> Citizens arrest. Some last show material oh. sneaking out there. I should have a badge Don't already. Get out of hand. I mean, why do I not? Yep. Uh, by the way, speaking of police, I'm going to ask you about this because Pantone has named the two colors of the year for 2021. One is dependable and one is bright and cheerful. It's the very natural ultimate gray and the sunny yellow hue dubbed illuminating are the colors that the international color forecaster predicts will dom- will come to dominate this new year. To which is my question, Misty, you know a lot of different types of police, fashion police, cussing mm-hmm. police, mm-hmm. etc. Tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who? Tattoo placement. Who is, like... Who is the police force that decides the colors for next year? They get everybody in a room and say, Mm -hmm. what do you all want to do? The first rule of police is we don't talk about the police clubs. Okay. All right, then Uh, I have a follow-up question that doesn't doesn't involve you talking about the police club. Okay. Do you feel like that the colors of the year for 2020 got an honest shot at it? We don't even remember what they are, and that's why this particular club ended up here, because we were safe that these two had never been chosen before, and we weren't going to overlap. <laughs> okay. I was just checking. That's all I'm going to say about the police. Because I, I don't know what Pantones were for 2020. I, rem- I know we talked about it, but I don't recall. But Weren't they coral? Wasn't it a coral? With everything that's been going on. I think it was because you made a reference about those were your wedding colors. Mm. Was oh, that this no. year? We did have tangerine, so something close yeah, to coral. something to coral or tangerine yeah, maybe or something. Close. Today's highlight, and oh, did I tell you about television for tonight? What's on television tonight that you need to know about? Is it Thursday? It is Thursday. Uh, oh, One Night Only, The Best of Broadway on NBC. Oh. The Grinch was off. Well, the, the Grinch wasn't terrible. I just couldn't dig it. I just couldn't. I was like, what? The The Broadway version of Grinch mm-hmm. was on NBC last night. I flipped it over there for about 15 minutes and like, I am not committing the rest of my evening to this. <laughs> Silent Night, a song for the world on the CW and on NBC after One Night Only, uh, Broadway, is the time person of the year. Well, that's a lie because you name people of the year. Can't be the person of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was People Magazine that did the people of the year. Maybe Time got it right and named a single person of the year. I thought Time did the whole declared the worst year ever and didn't do. If I could have time in a bottle. Uh, today's highlight in history, this day, 1964, Martin Luther King Jr. received his Nobel Peace Prize in Oslo. In 1869, women were granted the right to vote in the Wyoming Territory. That's why suddenly so many people moved to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an influx. Uh, 1967, yes. 26-year-old Otis Redding and six others were killed when their plane crashed into Wisconsin's Lake Monona. This day in 1967. One of my favorite artists ever. Yeah. Otis Redding. It was just amazing how young he was. I know, 27 to produce. And he sounded like he was in his 60s when he sang. 1987, President Reagan and Soviet leader uh, Mikhail Gorbachev concluded three days of summit talks in Washington. House Democrats introduced two articles of impeachment one year ago today. Birthdays, Gloria Loring is 74. Susan Day is 68. Bobby Flay is 56. Raven Simone is 35. What did I miss? She said they showed up in a seven-passenger van. <laughs> well, she said seven. It's like, it was a very, and the reason it was women got to vote is because number. Mama and six boys. She said, well, "You're going to give me the right to vote." Gomp and I've forgotten. Emily Dickinson in 1830. Melville Dewey was born this date in 1851. He was a librarian and the inventor of the Dewey Decimal System. 
Melville's Moving Company. Yep. Oh my God, it just got better. No, no, I'll answer the phone. Dewey Decimal Moving Company. Melville speaking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the Dewey Decimal System. I know. Oh, so do I. I mean, that's why I'm saying it's like over there. Fan. The, like, I understand these it. drawers. You know how to use it. Does that sure. Make me Brilliant. And you, Huey, and Louie. <laughs> She's Dewey. <laughs> no, Melville. Belleville, Jellville, <laughs> you got to have all the Vils. Whoville. Chet Huntley, who They sang that song in the very beginning. And yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. this goes on for too long. Yeah. Hoorah, hoo. Chet Huntley, born this date in 1911. Dan Blocker was born this date in 1928. You all know Dan Blocker? He played Hoss Cartwright on Bonanza. Oh, okay. And Michael Clark Duncan, born in 1957 from the Green Mile and... My dad loved Hoss. John Coffee, like a drink going not spelt the same. <laughs> boss, I'm tired, boss. And then he was also in Armageddon. We're leaving mm-hmm. on a jet plane. 1954. Bill Haley and the Comets dim the lights. Actually, it's dim, dim the lights. Now I want to get a taste of your sweet lips. Dim, dim the lights. Dim, dim the lights. How dare you? You are so forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of aggressive. Well, dim, dim aggressive. the lights. Right. I want some atmosphere. <laughs> What's the what? parenthetical title? I want some atmosphere. The Kingsman, number one in 63 with Louie Louie. <laughs> Going to have to do an abbreviated chart toppers today. Let's go to uh, 1972. I think we'll go to 1972. Mm. Helen Reddy, number one with I Am Woman in 81. I'm really sorry we don't get to play the video to Olivia Newton-John's physical. Bette Midler from a distance in 1990. Clint Black with Lisa Hartman Black when I said I do in 99. Zach Brown, Chicken Fried in 08. And Camille Cabello with Havana was number one this date in 2017. If you get a chance to watch this, our documentary on... Um Netflix. Yeah. Actually, it's it's just a movie of her life, On but Helen it's really Reddy? good. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll check it out. Something to watch over the uh, holiday break. MB Spurla Wisdom for today. The difference between impossible and possible lies in a person's determination. The difference between impossible and possible lies in a person's determination. MB Spurla Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.